This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. It's me again, your old pal Craig here with another little taste of the bonus content available to supporters of the Magic Tavern Patreon. And by popular demand, this one is more behind-the-scenes fun as Arnie, Adel, and Matt reminisce about some of the weird stories from the road while doing live shows during Season 1, with a fair amount of pointless digressions. You can find out more about supporting the show at patreon.com slash magic tavern. But right now, take a listen to this chunk of content I smuggled out just for you. Hello. Hello, this is my voice. Testing. Hello. I hate hello, Patreon. Hello, 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 hello. I'm Matt Orfi. This is Matt Young. And we have Paul Lind in the studio. <laughs> Circle gets the square. Welcome to Behind the Tavern, a podcast where we are Matt Young is Matt Young, Adel Rafai is Adel Rafai, and I am. What the fuck are you doing? I am just a guy (laughs) teeing things up. Arnie, you're always Arnie, because let's be honest. I'm a lot like Tony Danza. Yeah, that's how it is. I'm the Tony Danza. You are the Tony Danza of this podcast for sure. I can play a lot of different characters that have almost exactly the same name. Is that true with Tony Danza? He's famously almost always Tony. He played played a taxi. I believe he was Tony on Taxi. Tony the Taxi. Tony Tony the Taxi. taxi. He was Tony the Boss. Well, wait, 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 (laughs) here's the, the question, the titular question. Who is the boss? Angela. Some would say it's Judith Light. I think, some would, some would I think say I'm the Judith Light of this podcast. I think it's kind of problematic to immediately assume <laughs> that Tony Danza is the boss and who's the boss. Because first of all, he is not the boss. Mm-hmm. He is the man. Okay. But that could be the premise of an 80s sitcom. That, mm-hmm. that it's such a crazy idea that a man is working for a woman that they would base a whole show around that. And mm-hmm. then and li- to make literally ask the question every single episode, which one of these people is in charge? Even though yeah. one of them very clearly is. Whom wears the pants? <laughs> 
That'll that'll be another uh, Patreon uh, bonus show that we do uh, called uh, Whom Wears the Pants. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our deep dive into the career of Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm so excited to be doing a Patreon. Me too. Yes, this is awesome. I'm really, I'm actually super excited about it. Behind the Tavern Revelation, we've been wanting to do a Patreon for a long time. Yeah, and thank you all for subscribing and for listening and for being our patrons. We're very, we're very thankful and we're excited to to churn out some content for you. Is churn does churnout sound like work? What's 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 a term what's like a churn fun out? Way to say that it doesn't yeah. sound good. <laughs> it, it, hold on, hold on. If not work, then it's like okay. we're so excited to just shit out a bunch of. Content. We're excited to All milk right. from the teat of creativity. Mm. Okay, here's here's the spin on it. Okay. I would like to thank all of our patrons who have joined Patreon because it gives us the opportunity yes. to create mm. more things for you. And that is really exciting oh. to us because we just want to create and create and create oh. and explore all the new types of things we never would have done before. Can't wow. stop us. So diplomatic, Matt. That was perfect. Okay, let's talk. Oh, we got, like, there's a surprising number of live shows in the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one we did was at uh, IO Theater. We out of the blue, we got invited to do a show at a festival, XOXO, and but we felt like we should do a live show before that. So we also did a show like just a couple weeks before that at IO as part of the Jangle, Jangle Heart, Circus. Heart Circus. Yeah, which is another local festival. What I remember most about it is there were a lot of technical difficulties. <laughs> we had a very short slot. Uh-huh. We had a lot of people in the show and not maybe that many people in the audience and like being backstage, not ready to start because we weren't sure that it was going to record. And I think literally we ate up half of our stage time just waiting for it to work. <laughs> I think, yeah, that was um, that was rough. It was really hard because I, I don't blame anyone at IO for this, but it was like a period where we were just kind of getting some steam behind us and we had a lot of technical demands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't think any other show at that festival was being recorded for a podcast at that time. And it was just like, that wasn't a thing that they did. I, I think a lot more theaters like think that way and perform festivals and things that way now. Like they know they're going to stream. They know they're going to do this. They know they're going to do that. And it was just like right at the cusp of people starting to think about doing that. We were really ahead of our time, um, <laughs> is my point. No, but I, but it was just like, we, we just had all these demands and they were like, what are you talking about? Someone's going to bring up lights and pull down lights for you. What do you, there's has to be sound cues and like we had to record yeah. it and it was just like a whole, uh, mess. <laughs> it was the recording and it's, and we were sort of like, oh, well, and it, there was also this feeling that we were pot committed. I know myself at the time had this feeling of like, if we can't record it, that just fucks up everything. Like something has happened in the building blocks of this show that's not recorded. In retrospect, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But I just remember being backstage just filled with anxiety. (laughs) Going on for so long. And Tim Sniffen, who does the voice of the mysterious man, was there. And this is how bad it was. He was being very, like, kind and supportive. <laughs> Which yeah. he knows is a bad sign. You've taken like, a bad turn if he's he like, on your good. side. Things yeah. are so drastic. He's yeah. like, oh, it's going to be all right. Don't worry. This is fine. Did we ever release this on the feed? We did. We did. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's actually pretty good. It's just short. Oh. I think we had Brooke as flower, mm-hmm. and she wore, like, petals around her neck. I think we had Meredith and Nick Gage did... Um, Music, right? Yeah. They sing a song, which is another technical. We had Tim. Do we have anyone else? 
Was Charlie as Spintax in it, maybe, before he moved? I don't think so. No. Uh, oh, is this the one where the Onion Riders were backstage making fun yes, of us? Yes, that okay. was Well, that was <laughs> let's set the stage for this a little bit, because first of all, Matt, you were you pretty much had a full Usador costume ready to go. Yeah, I decided very, we've talked about this before, for sure, but uh, I decided very early on in the podcast that someday we would be doing live shows mm-hmm. and I would need to be dressed like a wizard to do that. Huge mistake in retrospect. I don't know if you decided that so much as that's the circumstance. What I should have done is decided like, we're always going to do the show in black t-shirts and never worn a fucking costume. But now I've committed myself and I can't turn back. Can I also unpack the fact that every time people ask us about the show and if anyone ever thought it was going to be successful, both of you are always like, I had no idea it was going to be anywhere. But also at the same time, Matt, you were like, but... That said, I am going to need a full wizard out costume with a sword. I, I will <laughs> clarify that because I was very excited about the show from day one. The idea of the show, the concept of the show, us doing it, it just sounded super fun. And from my other improv life experience, there's just like a certain gestalt of things that came together to be like, oh, I can play this really fun, silly, stupid character I've done enough podcasting now that I'm like, I kind of get like, just like fucking go for broke and like make story happen. And we tried to do that, I think, and, and kind of just grabbed onto that and, and tried not to shy away from it. So I always knew it was going to be fun, but it was always like any other project we did, whether it was live or, or recorded or anything. I was like, this is fun. I like doing it. I, I never, I never thought it was going to be successful in the, in the sense of we would actually make some income off of it. Just because that was never how it worked. Like we did World News Forever. And we only got paid a little bit of money, but and we did this a little bit and we do that. And, you know, and be sure. like, it, it, it was like a passion project, like everything else we did. Like I still loved, you know, the other podcasts, Arnie, that you started and, and they were super fun for me, but I didn't expect those to be a success. And they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> what costumes did you buy for those? I have Damn. so many costumes for all of your shows. Uh, my only question, we, I feel like we've talked about the use of our outfit a bunch in the past, but w- what you've never said, and maybe you don't remember, just put it out there, man. What was the price tag on that thing? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. Uh, it was, I actually, I got a costume designer to do it, and I paid her something for it. So it was at least $200 to get it all started with a hat and the robes and some accoutrements and some like boots and things I bought. At this first live show, what you had your costume that you have now, like that's the, that was your first time you were debuting it. Cause I, I think the first live show, I feel like I had something other than what I have now for the live show, which is a skunk costume. I thought you had the skunk PJs. Maybe I did. Oh, I, I did because my mom, my mom said, do you need an outfit for the live show? Cause she saw me promoting it. I said, yes. And she goes, don't buy anything. I got you. And then she sent me a skunk outfit in the mail. And she said, this is the closest I could find. And I said, I'll wear it for this show. And then absolutely I'll find a badger outfit. Never did. <laughs> still have the skunk outfit. There must be badger outfits now, right? Uh, I, I look every sex. once in a while. It's all for sex. There's stuff, but it's like the mouth. There's like a mouth hole and like uh-huh. yeah. straps. Well, you need a mouth hole. <laughs> Not for not the way that one's shaped, but but they have. There's a lot of like it's uh, like his his audio is so <laughs> echoey in this very specific way. I can't put my so many on. ooh sounds. Um, there's a lot of like Wisconsin. What is it? University of Madison. I think is the uh, is the Badgers. Yeah. So if you search Badger costume, it's 99 percent 
Invisible? Like, 99% invisible. It's a lot of, um, like, the mascot costumes, which are, like, $800 and obviously not what I'm looking for. So if anybody knows of a good Badger costume out there, let me know. But otherwise, going to keep rocking this skunk wear. Arnie, what did you, what'd you wear the first show? I I should look at a picture because I don't know that I necessarily was wearing the pink polo because it hadn't necessarily become canonical yet. So it's very possible I was just wearing some other dumb. Hang on. I think you were. I've got this picture somewhere on my computer for sure. Oh, no, wait. I know where it's at. If you go to usadorrocks.com. I'm sure there's a picture right on the front page from that show. Oh, yeah. You're not wearing the pink shirt. You're wearing like a, a gray button up shirt. And yeah, Adel, you're in like the PJs, but you don't have a mask. You're holding for me. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I assume. I didn't check where the audio cut off. But I'm very busy. But I did listen to the whole episode, and it is great. There are a surprising number of references to Sting. If you want to hear the whole thing, it's already waiting for you over at patreon.com slash magic tavern, where you can get all the info to decide if supporting the show with a Patreon subscription makes sense for you. No pressure. And now for my new catchphrase, season four is right around the corner. Talk to you soon. You know what? Screw it. I'm just going to announce the season four premiere right now. No one can stop me. It's Monday, October 18th, okay? Sue me. Season four begins here on the main feed, Monday, October 18th, and the ad-free version will be on the Patreon. Oh, that's soon. Um, I should... Yeah, I gotta go. I'll see you then. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.